You're listening to the debut episode of the Burgundy Blogcast, the official podcast of the Burgundy Blog. Follow the Burgundy Blog on Twitter at Burgundy Blog or at burgundyblog.com. Hit us up with comments or suggestions. Brenton Hayes tackle all things Redskins and maybe some other stuff. We're official. This is the start of the Burgundy Blogcast. Now, you've never podcasted in your life? Never. You've never been asked to be a guest? I, I've, been, I've been called... Well, are we like on it right now? Is this happening? Just, you just you just keep talking. I'll make the, the magic happen. <laughs> I've I've been a guest. So you've podcasted? I guess I don't know. I don't I don't really know what buttons were being hit while I was talking. <laughs> so yeah, then all you got to do is worry about the talking, and that's the same as right now. You just talk, which is going to be key. That's what I do. Because you are the Redskins part of this, and I'm just the rest. Um, right. We'll see how the actual intro works out. It's called editing. That's another thing that we do in the audio business, my friend Brent. But this Great. is uh, the Burgundy Blogcast. Maybe not the long-term name, but it is the name for now. Uh, presented by the Burgundy Blog. With all the Redskin knowledge, Redskins knowledge that one could hope to have and more, and Hayes Permar from Sports Channel 8, who has very limited Redskins knowledge, but brings the perspective of a neutral third party and an outsider. Although I'm not not exactly neutral. I like the Panthers and kind of dislike the Redskins. So that'll make for an even, <laughs> even more interesting dynamic. But before we get into any more intros, and we'll talk about how and why we're even doing this, I want to start here. Because this is what I know what's, what's going on with the Redskins right now. It's actually a, a most interesting time to be starting a Redskins blog a, a podcast, as Indeed. I gather. Because here's how it goes. And I was thinking about this as I was driving over here, how I'm going to say this. And I thought it was going to be something a story like I couldn't tell this because it's going to be too juvenile. But I think I can broaden this and, and make it fit for a, for a larger audience. And that is this: I think you've come to the point in RG three. I'm just coming out with it right now as a guy who knows nothing about Bring the it. situation. And I'm going to ask you this: when you are choosing uh, a, a, another person to be with, be it for a night, a lifetime. You know, whatever the commitment is, and I think that's in essence what a team quarterback relationship is. Mm-hmm. You could talk about rating it. Are they an A? Are they a C? Are they a B plus? You could talk about a one yeah. to ten scale. Are they a four? Are they a six? Are they you know? But at the end of the day, what it comes down to, Brent, and I know you'll feel me this on this because you're a smart guy. It's a binary scale. Binary. The, the, I'm glad you said that. A person is. It's, it's either it. a one or a yeah. zero, and I, from an outsider's perspective. I think we're at the point where, and, and and that one can be Super Bowl winning quarterback, starting quarterback, the nebulous elite quarterback, whatever you want to define the one as. But it's like mm-hmm. you you either got to decide do I have a one or a zero, yep. and and I think you're at the point now with RG three where you say he's a zero at least for the Redskins, not as a player, but but for yep. the Redskins are it's a zero situation. There, there's no chance of a one. We're at a zero. That's where I'm at. Looking at it in the black and white from afar, I feel like. No way that, that RG3 can ever succeed with the Redskins. Is that what it feels like to you or the predominant fan yeah. base or however you want to pick that up? No, I think you nailed it, despite your Panthers allegiance. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, yeah, he's, like, mean, yeah, I, this is a crazy, this is a crazy first ever podcast for this to be happening. It's fun. I kind of like, I kind of like coming out of the yeah. gates in this it, time. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, my, my history, I feel like I've, I've been married to the guy. I mean, you know, we go, we go back, we go back so so far and deep. 
You do. Uh, I remember texting you if you liked the deal years ago where it was the multiple trades for one guy, and you have, you signed yeah. off on 100%. He was a one I for did. you back then, and there was a he case was a to one. be made for him being a one. I'm not, I don't take yeah. that away from you. Oh, it was a huge gamble that, that I supported, and, and for a while it looked like it was going to pay off. But, I think I mean, you said it right, Hayes. It's, uh, it's just I think it's past the point of no return with this particular team. I don't see how he could thrive here, and I don't see how the Redskins – could thrive with him, and uh, I think they gotta they gotta figure out how to uh, just completely nip it. And is it, do you do it like I mean, Illinois and college football world just made that decision, you know, two days ago with yeah. their college football coach, where they say the the worst thing in the world almost you could do is is cut your college football coach a week before the season, but they just right. decided if the die has been like if if this is where we're at, it's where we're at. As bad as it looks, yeah. we got to do it. Are the Redskins there? Are, are like are you? You know, not not to put you in all of a sudden because you're podcasting. You have to be in hot sport, sports radio take land. <laughs> but are you as a as a blogger in like cut him land? Are you in cut? Are you in that territory? I mean, I'd go that far if they had to. Here's the problem. I mean, what are your options to uh, to completely divorce? You, you can you can trade, but like I think it's probably impossible because right. of the option that they picked up. So right. They, um, you know, if he if somebody else trades for him and gets hurt, then they're on the hook for sixteen million next year. So it's basically prohibitive. His very contract, as it is, might be because I think he's he's got a cap number of six million right now, and he's supposed to make. I think he's got three some guaranteed this year. So I mean, it's possible that nobody would want that. Plus, he sucks. So wow, uh, no, nobody, That's a, you got no problem going into high takes <laughs> high takes land. Nobody me like nobody it. I like it. Form. I mean, I don't know how else you're gonna. You're you on the like, he what? sucks train. Uh, I mean, I'm that's you know I, lately. <laughs> uh, now, are you going uh, with preseason games too? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I'm still brutal. conflicted as to what I'm supposed to take for preseason because I mean, Cam Newton's been pretty bad in the preseason. I mean, at, yeah. at, at times, but you don't know. Like, I, I don't know what they're trying to do now. Obviously, in this situation, it would seem like RG three would be trying first and foremost to prove I'm a guy who can read defenses, complete passes, yeah. and, and play. You know, so if if you're allowed to have your own game in the preseason, it at least seems like he should have had that game in mind. You know, whereas a guy like Cam Newton, more solid right. or whatever, can pick and choose and say, "Well, I really want to work with this receiver, this route, even if it means I'm throwing balls away." You know. Um, so yeah, I see I mean, that, but I don't he got know. he got what week week two of the preseason. He got eight dropbacks, and uh, most Redskins fans know by now that he got you know like annihilated on six of them. And you know, in watching it, everybody kind of said, and it looked fairly obvious that the offensive line was yeah. terribly, which is true. But uh, you know, people right. much smarter than me look at it after the fact and say that he he messed half of that up himself. The problem isn't just you know, I'm, no one's judging him and saying dump him on that one game, but. Unfortunately, it's totally consistent with sure. everything he had done, sure. you know, most recently. So. No, no, that, that part is true. I guess I, I still harken back not to go all old man, and and uh, I know I'm what you know, two or three years your senior, but or dating uh, yourself, yeah. But but, but there's got to be an element, and, and you, you're gonna have to laugh at me at times when I try and like play pander to a Redskins crowd that I clearly am not a part of. But like, I think that'll if, come naturally. If, if 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 Mark Rippon or give me another like hero quarterback back in the day. Would anybody have yes. known how many dropbacks he had during a, a second right. preseason game and what right. the hell he did with them? If he, did, you know what I mean? I just yeah, point the, well taken. Yeah, but it's also just eyeball it, test, you know, and he failed it. Right, right. No, and it's point well taken to you too, where it's like, yeah, you know, it's not like he's coming off a 
Well, he he did he did almost make the NFC Championship game leading a team last year, and he's 100 percent right. healthy. And they just had a preseason game. It's not just that. I get that, but yeah. All right. Yeah, well. Exactly. Uh, uh, now there's so many more complicated layers to this. You know, like I, I don't think we're going to pretend to ever be like the preeminent uh, in-depth Redskins um, podcast, but th- there are. Well, I will. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure. Maybe on some elements we will be. I mean, there are. <laughs> there's ownership. There's who do you side with? There's owner, coach, last coach, yeah. media, right. different media. What media works for the the owner-owned media? I mean, right. I know DC well enough. Again, maybe we'll get into some more introductory stuff to know kind of not not what all the angles are, but just at least that there there are a ton of angles and sort of who who sort oh, yeah. of possesses them. Is yeah. there is there any is anybody coming up right in your world in this? Like in, in all this situation, you're clearly not coming away saying like, "Man, I've I've just gained respect for RG three. I don't hear that coming through in your in your comments. Is there somebody no. that you're coming out being like, oh, maybe yeah, maybe Gruden's a good coach. Or like, eh, this is the first move. Yeah, what, yeah, whatever. Is there yeah, somebody yeah. who's winning I mean, in this? That's a good question, and there's somebody. And the problem is he's the brand-new guy, and it's the GM. I mean, like, I guess I would say I trust I trust him, Scott McClellan, because of what Yeah, I was going to say, go ahead and say his name, resume, just pretend like it, just in case I didn't yeah. know it. Just say it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, just say it. Just so, yeah. McClellan, McSee. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, I think he, he he's had a good – I mean, by almost all accounts, a really nice little first off season, and um, he's he's built or contributed to the building of a couple winners previously, and I think he knows what he's doing. I t- I think you know anybody that's followed me on Twitter knows that I I don't trust Jake Rudin at all. I don't nobody nobody trusts or likes right. or tolerates Dan Snyder, and then Chris no. Allen um, as president is kind of a disaster also in terms of football things. So you've got probably one guy there who knows. Uh, what he's doing and like he just got there and so I think he walked in and inherited kind of a mess and and wasn't entirely um, uh, you know enabled to like fix everything immediately he's done an admirable job of starting but um, you know this the situation we've come to was not uh, inevitable I think they they, you know it was pretty obvious to uh, me and many people at the end of last year, that Gruden plus Griffin was like absolutely never going to be tenable. Right. And I think that I really doubt even McLuhan thought it was likely, but I kind of get if he stepped in and said, like, you know, taking, you know, hoping that this long shot works out, maybe that actually is my best shot right now. So they were like, they tried to cater to him, they tried to promise him a job, they exercised his option and uh, maximize him. And like, I don't think it's that ridiculous that, that they've learned already that it failed after only half the preseason because it's like he did have all training camp and blah 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 and he stepped in and he looked like the same guy so i mean i think you know when pull rip rip the rip the band-aid off when, yeah. if you know yeah all right now is he still doing again i i as you more than others will know i have a week completely off the map in august and then in addition <laughs> to not being the, the hardcore redskins follower that you are but is he also still doing like quirky off the field stuff, or like sending cryptic messages through through other means? Is he is he doing the? I, mean, I, I hate to be the ESPN yeah. like, oh, oh is yeah, he being man, a leader or bad. not being a leader guy? But is he like it's still been, doing? It's been it's been brutal. Uh, and, yeah. and I, we don't even have to walk through them all. If if if, yeah. if anybody listening to this would know them all, I just I, if that's still yeah. the case, and like yeah, I mean I. Uh, he, he always he always says the wrong thing, and yeah. now he's put himself in a position where, like, even if he says like the medium thing, that wouldn't like trigger any scrutiny by the Russell Wilson else. answer. I like to call it, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so <laughs> learn like, some of those. Then you know, even he, he just he can't win, and yeah. um, it's like 
it just the slope is too steep. I should I should call it the old Russell Wilson actually answer. He's exactly he's, he's, yeah. He's, he's been throwing out some head scratchers recently. But anyway, anyway. All right, uh, one final thing on RG three, which uh, again, it's, it's a fun time to be starting with that, and I and I think it's, but I think it's the, it's hey, it's clearly the right issue to be coming with. But the last thing on it that I'll ask is, are you? Because I, I I specifically remember, I think it was texting about this when he was trading, and they were they were p- p- giving the boatload. You can probably quote exactly what it was: how many first round picks, how many second round picks, whoever, yeah. and whoever was decided to do it. Uh, obviously, I, I would I would think that you would say. In in hindsight, and having hindsight, you wouldn't do that move, correct? Well, yeah, wow. no, I would. Well, I, I, I mean, no, know what I you would. know now, right? Okay, well, this, maybe, yeah. my next question is maybe more the thinker. I, I am to the point where I say, you should. It, it, I don't care who the quarterback is. I don't care what you think you know about him. You should never make that move on a quarterback. It does a couple things. It sets up a bad power dynamic that even yeah. even if the quarterback plays it well, it's hard for him to play it perfect. It's just it yep. sets up a bad power dynamic. Again, I mean, we joke about Russell Wilson, but how lucky did he kind of have it to come in with zero expectations? You know, then the other thing it does it throws off. I, I think that you, I, I do think there's a finite number of quarterbacks that can win a Super Bowl. I hate yeah. to go all cliche, but I think there's a broader number that can win. Six to ten games, which is you know you don't want to admit to your fans you don't want to be like a baseball team or NBA some NBA teams that are saying we have no chance. I mean I think the NFL has done a good job of getting fans to believe like any given season you can make a pretty big swing because we've seen it happen. Yeah. So, but but I think that yeah, you six just six to ten games. I'd give a nut for that. Ex- exactly, exactly. And 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 are there Mike Glennons that are that are quarterback on too deep somewhere that you could go get and play two or three years with? Yeah. Using the any draft pick that you would have traded, think of as a, as another cog on yeah. a, on the line, another cog as a safety, another cog as a linebacker, another a, a backup defensive end that becomes you know the key to getting through a season. All anytime you reach for any position, and it's usually the quarterback, but especially quarterback. I mean, we saw what happened the last time somebody did for a running back. That'll never happen again. The Ricky Williams trade, yep. never. Yep. But somebody I think would still make a leap for a quarterback. And I think you just got to get a little bit lucky. You got to, you're better off building your team. I, I think you have more chance of a rookie quarterback coming in like a Russell Wilson with a third rounder because you've built so much around him with those other picks than you do making that big jump and having it be. It'd be tough to say. I mean, if, if all the same conditions were out there and the Redskins could have traded for Andrew Luck. Yeah, there'd be fans who would say, "Well, yeah, I would have done it for luck," but I could uh-huh. still see a situation where maybe even him as a more media savvy guy gets put in a position where, like, "Well, dude, you're expected to win your first three games, or people are going to be jumping on you." You know, I don't. Are you willing yeah. to say the big trade for a quarterback should never work, or do you still think not nah, for the right guy you'd consider it? Well, I mean, it's a point well taken. I, 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 coming off this, I don't think any Redskins fan would tolerate that, in, you know, in the next ten, twenty years. But right. like. I, you have to go probably a little bit case by case, and you hate to use luck. That's like such a like. I mean, it, it's recent, and it seems like a, a time a recency bias. But like, it does. But but we knew everybody so, said he, he was yeah. Go ahead, he go ahead. just may have been so perfect a prospect right. that like maybe that's the one. I mean, I'm not sure. at the you know in real time. I don't think anybody would have would have thought and badly about it. And I yeah. think now the, what what he's proven to be, both on and off the field, everyone would say, well, yeah, if that has been what it took. It would have been worth it. So, I mean, if you've got something like that, and but it's just like that's not not every year. It's not even every five years. It's like a generational type prospect. So, they just I don't know. I don't uh, yeah, know. Yeah, no, I'm I, glad I, you. I want to say one other thing. I'm glad you brought up RT three though, and and I want to 
you know, like his last two plus seasons have been kind of disaster, but, um, you know, we, we would be remiss not to recall and emphasize. Yeah. No, that, and, right. I, and I tweeted this and blogged about this, like, as it was happening. But the, the rookie season that he gave to Redskins fans was priceless. And yeah. I recall thinking and saying publicly that, you know, I mean, obviously his future at that time looked, you know, was sparkling. You assumed you were getting something beyond that season. You, which... thought, you thought you were. But I said then, and I, I think, you know, I remember feeling that, even if his head got chopped off that February, that, like, the trade had been worth it. I mean, like, he, he brought us a year that we hadn't had in so long. And yeah, so much I've forgotten. I mean, I remember watching those games, and it was a, it was just unbelievable. How far did they go? Gloria. What's that? How far did they go? <laughs> no, 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 that wasn't even a troll. I, 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 they, they lost the, they lost the, they, they lost a home playoff game in the, Okay, so no, yeah, they were in the playoffs. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, I'm with you. No, now from yeah, they, an, well, they finished. They won seven straight to make it in, including the uh, you know the, the week 17 against Dallas, and it was just so exhilarating the way it happened. Yeah, there was a lot of luck involved. No, 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 you're right. By storm, you know, it, it's like you can't, you could never, at least I would never look back on this and call him the the biggest bust ever, despite the price they paid, or really even up there because of what he delivered, even just for that one year, it was amazing, and people need to remember that. No, that 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 is a very fair perspective. Now, I I think from a and and that's felt even more from your perspective of starved for a playoffs, starved yeah. for something fun yeah. to be about, and and that's something that nobody else but Redskins fans can appreciate, and that's ultimately who matters in making that call. But I've yeah. said the same thing in other situations where people like clown teams for this or that, or man, you did all this. And I'm like, yeah, but they won. They, they did win that one Super Bowl, or they did have that one magic season. Like, ultimately, that's what you're trying to do as a GM. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. If, if you, if people are going to point to your cursed eight seasons, I, I'm okay with you pointing to your one good one. Now, again, in, in oh, that case, yeah. I would have liked to have seen it be an NFC Championship run or a Super Bowl run to, right. to, to, to lay it out on the scales of time. But you're right as far as you got to have that perspective of, man, do you remember when this guy was lighting it up? And not the euphoria was not just, we've got a great quarterback forever. It was, this guy's bringing us this this season, and that's worth right. something. Yeah, no, no, you point well taken there. All right, so outside of RG3, what and this is where you're going to have to help me even more because I can have opinions about RG3, but I can't even have opinions about guys that I don't know a ton about. I know Jamison Crowder is great coming out of Duke and the wide receiving yeah. core. What else uh, have you learned in the uh, in the preseason about the Redskins? Uh, okay, so yeah, let's talk about the draft class a little. I'm, I'm, I was really high on it at the time, and um, I mean, I hey, you, I did, you am, didn't so. trade everybody for a quarterback. I was always good. <laughs> we, got, we got a bunch of picks. <laughs> uh, they're still here. So, like, one thing that I think got a lot, you know, deserves some attention is the, is the top pick. They took they took Brandon Sheriff, the offensive lineman, uh, with the number five overall pick. It was, like, kind of a big surprise to a lot of people, especially with Leonard Williams still on the board. Um, and I, I actually, in the days leading up to the draft, I was kind of hoping that they would take him, and I, I was glad that they did. And he's had sort of like uh, a, 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 maybe not tumultuous, but uh, up and down, like, early part of his career because, it seemed like after just a few weeks, they decided he wasn't good enough to play right tackle, so he kind of got like demoted right. to guard. 
although even that was really possibly more related to another player, you know, uh, ascending, and that's Morgan Moses because he looks so good at right tackle. Ah, I and like I Morgan Moses. My, Virginia yeah, guy, yeah, right? That's right. Wahoo-wah. I'm going to end up knowing so, a lot of these guys from the ACC. I just won't know another. But I do. He was. Yeah. I like him a lot. Okay, go ahead. Well, he, you know, he looks like maybe he could play tackle. And, and Sheriff, even at guard, like has kind of been like had a, you know two pretty good games so far in one horrible game because the one game that may now go down is the the you know like one quarter of action that ended RG3's Redskins career was you know he, uh, Sheriff looked kind of terrible. So you're saying really Sheriff tough. was instructed by coaches to take a dive to hurt RG3 as a hit. See yeah. we we should have that podcast. We could have, we could we could get a lot of clicks with the conspiracy theory podcast. But anyway, all right, keep going. Well, my thought on him is that I think it's just insanely early and, and premature to, to to write him off even though he hasn't looked perfect. I think he's going to be a good player. I still think it was the right move that they took an offensive lineman. I think he'll be good and I don't think he necessarily needs to be a Hall of Famer to have been worth it to choose, even if he's a lifetime or a career guard. I mean, I think if he's a good player and he solidifies that line for a long time, then I'm 100% okay with them drafting a guard in the top five. Sure, absolutely. Uh, and if you got a 10-year starter on your offensive line, that's a, that's a that's worth Bingo. any pick. No, absolutely. Bingo. And then, you know, like there's uh, – you mentioned Crowder, who looks awesome so far in practice. He scored a touchdown last night. They, this guy they got in the second round, Preston Smith. Um, you know, he, he was kind of quiet supposedly in training camp, but in his preseason game so far, he really looks pretty dynamic and he's made several impact plays. The third rounder, Matt Jones, the running back out of Florida, was like widely panned as a major reach, and now he looks in three preseason games like possibly the best player on the offense. Ooh. So, you know, that, that's McLuhan looking pretty smart there. And then after that, you know, they got a bunch of guys who can play special teams and are versatile and will add some depth, so I really like Give that. Give some uh, of the Crowder. Like so far, I like Give it. me some that's Crowder right. love. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he just—he looks—he looks great. He was—he was, I think, pretty, pretty, uh, pretty highly regarded. Uh, you know, going into the draft, I was a little surprised. Well, except he went to Duke. Fourth, well, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm being real about it. I mean, don't you think that like that yeah. that 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 kind of just like going to Duke basketball, you probably get upgraded. You know, five positions on the draft right. board. You know, I mean, like yeah. I, I think I, I I'll sing the praises of Duke football, but I think it's still they're still probably working a little bit against against the reputation of history in that sense. But yeah, yeah, but you know, it's like, it's interesting actually because even specific to Duke, there there seems to be like kind of a weird. I'm not sure what the connection is. I don't know if McLuhan knows. Uh, um, Cliff. That's right, yeah, yeah. Cutcliffe. Uh, Cutcliffe because, like, coach. they signed a pretty highly highly rated undrafted free agent to Kobe Cofield out of Duke as well. And yeah. somebody else they gave a look to recently. So Could there be. might be a little bit of a pipeline there. Well, I'll, have to go, well, I'll go look and see if there is a connection. Where, where's uh, Where's McLuhan from? So you have SEC ties? Uh, no, I mean, he was like in... You know Cutcliffe's uh, background. He's in Seattle first. He was, uh, he was the man. He was Peyton's coach at Tennessee, and then Eli's... Right. Or Peyton's offensive coordinator, quarterbacks coach, whatever, Tennessee, right. and then right. Eli's coach yep. of Mississippi. So that's always I don't think there's thing. a college connection between the two, but there's something going on there right now. Yeah. Well, Cutcliffe is, is one of the – I mean, uh, I, I'm fortunate in what I do. He's one of the personalities that I would say has been the biggest asset in in doing what I do and just get, getting to know him. He is both a bright awesome. guy and, uh, and uh, an incredibly nice person. Check uh, into it. I like this. Good. I'll uh, I'll ask him, and I'll and I'll t- especially if yeah, if somebody signed in your un- undrafted free yeah, agent. In fact, I, I remember what it was. It was uh, I can't remember if it was. It must have been second preseason game. Um, they had uh, a, bun- a bunch of the Duke. Oh, they brought, yeah, they brought the team. team up there. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, well, I think they are definitely trying to capitalize on 
But I mean, he's smart enough to know he is working against a reputation of Duke football and things like, Absolutely. yeah, checking our our guy who is playing in the pros because yes, we put a lot of guys in the pros now. I think it's sort of a, a thing that they do. So exactly. that's cool. Uh, all right. All right. If let's say you had Jay Cutler as your quarterback, or I'm trying to pick somebody else who would people wouldn't say, oh, he's you know a top five quarterback off the top of your head, right. but people would also say, all right, sure, yeah, he's a 500 quarterback if you give him the right tools. If if Jay Cutler is quarterbacking this team and and they erase the drama of of uh, around quarterback, wh- what are you feeling about this team? You know, um, like what 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 would they eight do? and eight above eight and eight below eight and eight. Uh, That's no, I mean I'm eight. not quite that optimistic. I, I think they made some improvements, but they they were horrible last year. I'm not even sure they were as good as their four wins. Would suggest wow, and uh, yeah, uh, just, that's the, just, that's the classic. They lost by yeah. thirty, and it wasn't even that close. <laughs> they, like, like they, they got teams, four wins, and they were not that good. They were uh, their defense was you know fairly disastrous, and the special teams was historically bad. Um, <laughs> Solid, teams might be, good might be a both. little better, uh, and, and I, I don't know. They, he he's, he's done a good job, but yeah, I don't even think a pretty good like you know Matt Ryan type quarterback is getting them to the playoffs or, or you know I don't know 500 would be like probably a little ambitious um and then with the current situation you know I guess if RG3 is indeed out the door then we're looking at like, probably Cousins and I'm not really sure we've seen his we know exactly what he is yet some people kind of think oh well we know we know what he's got he's like this guy that can move the ball, but then he turns it over and then he gets into his feelings. Yeah. He's a clown. But a backup I mean, I don't know. You know, like he only I think played in eight regular season games or something so far, and who knows? He might be decent. I don't think he's going to really make them a contender, but I think he'll make them, uh, you know, kind of fun to watch. He's bet in Panthers terms. He's not. He's no Jimmy Clausen. He's not as bad as Jimmy Clausen. You're hope. You're hoping <laughs> yeah. he's got some Jake Delhomme in him. Maybe. Uh, oh man, Jake Delhomme would be nice, but he's not walking through that door right now. <laughs> That's just that's a tough place. What, what's tough? I've been there as a Panthers fan, where you're like, uh, you know, Jake Delhomme just at his barely getting you to the playoffs, but then he, <laughs> damn it, he gets you into a Super Bowl. And you're like, we could have won that Super Bowl. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I'm gonna save a couple more. I, I, you know, I want to start probing the the psyche of the Redskins fan, and just like it's funny to hear you so freely admit you think they're below an 800 team. I mean, a 500 team, an 8 and 8 team. <laughs> I want to ask questions like, what does the Redskins fan want? I want to ask about some Dan Schneider, just philosophical questions. Like if you've just, yeah, like that. If, okay. you've, if you've just, you know, surrendered yourself to a lifetime of them, or if there's still an active, like, if there's any fight in the fan that says, oh man, if we could only get a new owner, but others are like, no, we'd never do that. Let's just, that's not going to happen. So let's hope for the best under Dan Snyder. Anyway, all those questions still to come. Let's take just a couple minutes to talk about who the hell we are. Um, so you run the Burgundy blog for how many years now you've been doing that? Uh, since 2010. Originally called, it had some dumb name. It was Brooding Burgundy. Brooding Burgundy. Why? Well, I, I mean, it, now I if, <laughs> brood, brooding burgundy just because it's alliterative. This is what I've been doing all night so far. <laughs> just because it's alliterative, it's a brooding burgundy. Uh, is, I've is, come a long way. Is burgundy more essential to the the the, the team than than I? Know? I mean, I know it's their color, but like, do people say like, ah, oh, here comes the burgundy gang? Like, I'm not trying to, I'm not 
trying to like tear down the name of your podcast. There's, there's, there's a burgundy and gold. I mean, it's a pretty. I would. I think it's a. Yeah, it's a. It's a pretty. I knew what it was well, a reference well, well to. I just didn't know if that, that was like. Oh, everybody always refers to the burgundy. It's a brooding burgundy. Burgundy blog is so much better. What what prompted you to change it? See, if it was so right, good, you would have kept it. Came to my senses, I guess. There, I you, there you go. And do you, how much do you tell people about you're a doctor? I won't repeat it again if it's a secret. <laughs> my, my, my Twitter followers know I'm a doctor. Your Twitter profile says it is. No, but I mean, I you know, I I mention it sometimes. I mean, uh, it's not a secret. All right. Well, we again, we won't harp on that. But every now and then, we might need to talk about things. Although you're not an orthopedist, so it's not like we're going to chime in on RG3's injury. We'll get a real doctor That's in right. to talk about that. Not um, my specialty. If we need to, we'll get. I, I, I may be able to get Doctor James Andrews for this. Actually, it's funny. I Ooh. harder than it's. It's a lot easier to find good doctors who are kind of James Andrews haters than it is to get James Andrews. That's not a knock on the guy. Yeah. I'm just saying I got a couple other. You know, he's got UVA ties. Big UVA ties. I, I'm aware. Of that, uh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you probably know some good stories about him around the way. Anyway, nah, it sounds like you've got better ones. I might, I might. Um, and so I'm Hayes. I'm just a guy down in North Carolina. I, it, it'd be incredibly pretentious if we said we summered together growing up, right? Because that's not true. We did not like <laughs> well, spend the summers in Nantucket. No, nah, no, nah, that we did not summer together. But we had this weird. We'll talk more about how we know each other. But we we uh, we crossed paths as kids at this place growing up. That uh, that I still go to every year, but Brent has uh, spurned from his memory and, and does not visit ever anymore, and does extenuating like, circumstances li- like any back. of his, the friends that he made in his childhood. So I but, think you could probably call it like a lifelong summer bromance. It uh, yeah no that that fits that fits us, um, and then yeah we'll, we'll get some more into it if uh, if anybody listens to this one. But let's wrap it because I think <laughs> keeping it brief is going to be a key to the, the burgundy burgundy broadcast. People the the the, the the people will appreciate both. That, think. Well, I'm thinking both the distribution and the production. I think that will help. Indeed. At all ends. I think if you and I every week are like, oh, we got to carve out another 90 minutes. I don't like you that much. Uh, but we'll wrap it. The Burgundy Blogcast. If you got another name suggestion, uh, I, I see you got people that send you cartoon avatars and stuff. So your followers may come up with a cool name. And uh, and we've got some theme music, but hey, I'll be open to that. If you want to shoot us some theme music, we'll try that too. Burgundy Blogcast. That's Brent. I'm Hayes. We'll, uh, we'll try it again next week.